Hello, this is Sophie Warren, and welcome back to the SMW Podcast Bible Reading for All Ages. Now, you notice that today is the first one to five chapters of the book of Exodus. Let's start with chapters one to five. Let's begin. Chapter one, the Israelites oppressed. These are the names of the sons of Israel who went to Egypt with Jacob, each with his family. Reuben, Simeon, Levi, and Judah. Issachar, Zebulun, and Benjamin. Dan, and Naphtali. Gad, and Asher. The descendants of Jacob numbered seventy in all. Joseph was already in Egypt. Now Joseph and all his brothers and all the generation died, but the Israelites were exceedingly fruitful. They multiplied greatly and increased in numbers and became so numerous that the land was filled with them. Then a new king, to whom Joseph meant look nothing, came to power in Egypt. Look, he said to his people, the Israelites have come far too numerous for us. Come, you must deal shrewdly with them, or they will become even more numerous. If the war breaks out, we will join our enemies, fight against us, and leave the country. So they put slave masters over them to oppress them and force labor, and they built Fitum and Ram and Ramesses, and store cities for Pharaoh. But the more they were oppressed, the more they multiplied and spread. So the Egyptians came to dread in the Israelites. The work they worked from, they worked them ruthlessly. They made their lives bitter with harsh labor in brick, in mortar, in in mortar, and all with kinds of work in the fields. In all their harsh labor. The Egyptians worked them ruthlessly. The king of Egypt said to the Hebrew midwives, whose names were Sipra and Puah, When you are helping the Hebrew woman during childbirth on delivery stool, if you see that the baby is a boy, kill him. But if it's a girl, let her live. The midwives, however, feared God and did not want, did not do what the king of Egypt had told them to do. They let the boys live. Then the king of Egypt summoned the, summoned the Middle East and asked them, Why have you done this? Why have you let the boys live? The midwives answered Pharaoh, Hebrew women are not like Egyptian women. They are vigorous and give birth before the midwives arrive. <coughs> so God was kind to the midwives, and the people increased and became even more numerous. And because the midwives feared God, he gave them families of their own. Then Pharaoh gave this order to all his people, Every Hebrew boy that is born, you must throw into the Nile, but let every girl live. Chapter 2. The Birth of Moses Now a man of the tribe of Levi married a Levite woman, and she became pregnant and gave birth to a son. When she saw that he was a fine child, she hid him for three months, and when she could hide him no longer, she got a papyrus, papyrus basket for him, and coated it with tar and pitch. Then she placed it, the child in it and put it among the reeds among the bank of the Nile. His sister stood at a distance to see what would happen to him. Then Pharaoh's daughter went down to the Nile to bathe, and her ascendants were walking along the river bank. She saw a basket among the reeds and sent her female slave to get it. She opened it and saw the baby. He was crying and she felt sorry for him. This is one of the Hebrew babies, she asked. Then his sister asked Pharaoh's daughter, 
Shall I go and get some of the Hebrew women to nurse the baby for you? Yes, go, she answered. So the girl went and got the baby's mother. Pharaoh's daughter said to her, Take this baby and nurse him for me, and I will pay you. So the woman took the baby and nursed him. When the child grew older, she took him to Pharaoh's daughter, and he became her son. She named him Moses, saying, I drew him out of the water. Moses flees to Midian. One day, after Moses had grown up, he went out to where his own people were and watched them at their hard labor. He saw an Egyptian beating a Hebrew, one of his own people. Looking this way and that to see no one, he killed the Egyptian and hid them in the sand. The next day he went out and saw two Hebrews fighting. He asked the one in the wrong, Why are you hitting your fellow Hebrew? The man asked. The man said, Who made you ruler and judge over us? Are you thinking of it, of killing me as you killed the Egyptian? Then Moses was afraid and thought, What what I did must have become known. Then Pharaoh heard this and tried to kill Moses. But Moses fled from Pharaoh and went to live in Midian, where he sat down by a well. Now a priest of Midian had seven daughters, and they came to draw water and fill the troughs of water their father's flock of water to their father's flock. Some shepherds came along and drove them away, but Moses got up and came to their rescue and watered their flock. When the girls returned to the to Ruel, their father, he asked them, Why have you returned so early today? They answered, An Egyptian rescued us from the shepherds. He even drew for waters for us and watered the flock. And where is he? Ruel asked his daughters. Why did you leave him? Invite him to have something to eat. Moses agreed to stay with the man who gave his daughter Zippon to Moses in marriage. Zipporah gave birth to a son, and Moses named him Gershom, saying, I have become a foreigner in the foreign land. During a long period, the king of Egypt died. The Israelites groaned in their slavery and cried out, and their cry to for help because out of slavery went up to God. God heard their groaning, and he remembered his covenant with Abraham with Isaac and with Jacob. So God looked at the Israelites and was concerned about them. Chapter 3 Moses and the Burning Bush Now Moses was tending the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian, and he led the flock into the far side of the wilderness and came to Horeb, the mountain of God. There the angel Lord appeared to him in flames on fire for within a bush. Moses saw that though the bush was on fire, it did not burn up. So Moses thought, I will go over there and see this strange sight. Why does the bush not burn up? When the Lord saw that he had gone over to look, God called him from within the bush, Moses, Moses. And Moses said, Here I am. Do not come any closer, God said. Take off your sandals, for the place where you are standing is holy ground. Then he said, I am the God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. And this, Moses hid his face because he was afraid to look at God. The Lord said, I have indeed seen the misery of my people in Egypt. I have heard them crying out because of their slave drivers, and I am concerned about their suffering. So I have come down to rescue them from the land of Egyptians, from the hand of the Egyptians, and to bring them out of the land into a good and spacious land, a land of flowing with milk and honey, the home of the Canaanites, Hittites, Amorites, Perizzites, Hivites, and Jebusites. 
and now the city of the Israelites has reached me, and I have seen the way the Egyptians are oppressing them. So now, go, I am sending you to Pharaoh to bring my people to Egypt out of the Egyptians. But Moses said to God, Who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and bring the Israelites out to Egypt? And God said, I will be with you. This will be a sign to you that it is I who have sent you. When you have brought the people out of Egypt, you will worship God on a mountain. Moses said to God, Suppose I go to the Israelites to say to them, The God of your fathers has sent me to you. And they asked me, What is his name? And what shall I tell them? God said to Moses, I am who I am. This is what you are to say to the Israelites. I am has sent me to you. God also said to Moses, Say to the Israelites, The Lord, the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Jacob, and the God of Jacob, and the God of Isaac, has sent me to you. This is my name forever, the name you shall call me, from generation to generation. Go, assemble the elders of Israel, and say to them, The Lord, the Lord God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, appeared to me and said, I have watched over you and have seen what has been done to you in Egypt. And I have promised to bring you up out of your misery into Egypt, into the land of the Canaanites, Hittites, Amorites, Perizzites, Hivites, and Jebusites, a land flowing with milk and honey. The elders of Israel will listen to you. Then you and the elders are to go to the king of Egypt and say to him, The Lord God of the Hebrews has met with us. Let us take a three-day journey into the wilderness to offer sacrifices to the Lord, our God. But I know that the king of Egypt will not let you go unless the mighty hand compels him. So I will screech out my hand and strike the Egyptians with all the wonders that I will perform among them. After that, he will let you go. But I will make the Egyptians favorably disposed toward his people, so that when you leave, you will not go empty-handed. Every woman is to ask her neighbor and any woman living in her house for articles of silver and gold and for clothing, which you will put on your sons and daughters, and so will you plunder the Egyptians. Chapter 4. Signs for Moses. Moses answered, What if they do not believe me or listen to me and say, The Lord did not appear to you? And the Lord said to him, What is that in your hand? A staff, he replied. The Lord said, Throw it on the ground. Moses threw it on the ground, and it became a snake, and he ran from it. Then the Lord said to him, Reach out your hand and take it by the tail. So Moses reached out and took it, took hold of the snake, and turned back into his staff in his hand. This, said the Lord, is so that they may leave they may believe that the Lord the God of the God of the fathers, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, has appeared to you. Then the Lord said, Put your hand inside of your cloak. So Moses put his hand inside to his cloak. <coughs> and when he took it out, his skin was leprous, and it became as white as snow. Now put it back into your cloak, he said. So Moses put his hand back into his cloak, and when he took it out, it was restored, like the rest of his flesh. Then the Lord said, If they do not believe you or pay attention to the first sign, they may believe that the second but if they do not believe that these two signs will listen to you, take some water from the now and pour it on dry ground. The water you take from the river will become blood on the ground. Moses said to the Lord, Pardon your servant, Lord. I have never been eloquent, 
neither in the past nor since you have spoken to your servant. I am slow of speech and tongue, the Lord said to him. Who gave human beings their mouths? Who makes them deaf or mute? Who makes them sight or makes them blind? It is not I, the Lord. Now go, I will help you speak and you will teach what I say or what to say. But Moses said, Pardon your servant, Lord. Please send someone else. Then the Lord's anger burned against Moses, and he said, What about your brother Aaron, the Levite? I know he can speak well. He is already on his way to meet you, and he will be glad to see you. You shall speak to him and put words in his mouth. I will help both of you speak and to teach you what to do. He will speak to his people for you, as it will be as if he were your mouth and as you were God to him. But take a staff in your hand so that you can perform the signs with it. Moses returns to Egypt. Then Moses went back to Jethro, his father-in-law, and said to him, Let me return to my own people in Egypt to see if any of them are still alive. Jethro said, Go, and I wish you well. Now the Lord said to Moses back in Midian, Go to Egypt, for all those who wanted to kill you are dead. So Moses took his wife and sons, put them on a donkey, and started back to Egypt. And he took the staff of God in his hand. Then the Lord said to Moses, When you return to Egypt, see that you perform before Pharaoh all the wonders I have given you the power to do. But I will harden his heart so that he will not let the people go. Then say to Pharaoh, This is what the Lord says, Israel is my firstborn son, and I told you, let my son go, so he may worship me. But you refuse to let him go, so I will kill your firstborn son. At a lodging place on my way, the Lord met Moses and was about to kill him. But Zepharah took a flint knife, cut off her son's foreskin, and touched Moses' feet with it. Surely you are, you are a bridegroom of blood to me, she said. So the Lord let him alone. At that time, she said, bridegroom of blood referring to circumcision. The Lord said to Aaron, Go into the wilderness to meet Moses. So he met Moses at the mountain of God. Then Moses said to Aaron, or told Aaron, everything that the Lord has sent him to say, and also about all the signs he had commanded him to reform. Moses and Aaron brought the gen brought together all the elders of the Israelites. And Moses and Aaron told him everything the Lord said to Moses. He also performed all of these signs before the people, and they believed. And when they heard that the Lord was concerned about them and had seen their misery, they bowed down and worshipped. Chapter 5. Bricks Without Straw Afterward, Moses and Aaron went out to Pharaoh and said, This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. Let my people go so that they may hold the festival to me in the wilderness. Pharaoh said, Who is the Lord that I should obey him and let Israel go? I do not know the Lord, and I will not let Israel go. Then they said, The God of the Hebrews has met with us. Now let us take a three-day journey into the wilderness to offer sacrifices to the Lord, our God, or he may strike us with plagues or with the sword. But the king of Egypt said, Moses and Aaron, Why are you talking? Why are you talking to the people about their labor? Go back, get back to your work. Then Pharaoh said, Look at the people of the Pharaoh. He said, Look, 
The people of the land are now numerous, and you are stopping with them from working. The same day, Pharaoh gave this order to the slave drivers of outseers in charge of the people. You are no longer to supply the people with straw for making bricks. Let them go and gather all their own straw, but require them to make the same number of bricks as before. Don't reduce the quota. They are lazy. That is why they are crying out, Let us go and sacrifice to our God. Make the work harder for people so that they keep working and pay no attention to lies. Then the slave drivers and outseers went out and said to the people of Pharaoh, This is what Pharaoh says, I will not give you any more straw. Go and get your own straw, whatever you find it, but your work will not be produced at all. So the people scattered all over Egypt to gather stubble to use for straw. The slave drivers kept pressing them, saying, Complete the work required for you for each day, just as when you also. Slave drivers beat the Israelites and overseers they had appointed. Why haven't you put your quota bricks yesterday or today as before? Then the Israelite overseers went and appealed to Pharaoh. Why have you treated all your servants this way? Your servants have given no straw, yet we are told, make bricks. Your servant, are, your servants are being beaten, but the fault is with your own people. Pharaoh said, that lazy, that's what you are, lazy. This is, that is why you keep saying, let us go and sacrifice to the Lord. Now get to work. You will not be given any straw. Yet you must produce a full quota of your bricks. The Israelite overseers realized they were in trouble when they were told, You are not to reduce the number of bricks required for you each day. When they left, Pharaoh then found Moses and Aaron waiting to meet them. And they said, May the Lord look on you and judge you. You have made an obnoxious to Pharaoh and of his officials, and have put a sword in their hand to kill us. God promises deliverance. Moses returned to the Lord and said, Why, Lord, why have you brought trouble on his, this people? Is this why you sent me? Ever since I went to Pharaoh to speak in your name, he has brought trouble on your people, and you have not rescued the people at all. That is the end of all those Exodus verses. I hope you will stay tuned for the next one. Have a blessed day. Good night.